Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beard Zone Football Podcast. I am one of the hosts. My name is David. You know these two guys, Glenn, Theo. First week of football down. How are we feeling? Man, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to feel. I mean, it, it all, it all was, it, it's all great. Football, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. And yet, it's not, we don't love football just for the happy. I think we love it for all of the emotions that we feel. And if it's one thing we got, football proved itself to be football this week once again. And we got the full gamut of emotion. It's, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm angry, I'm, I, I, I'm stressed, I'm jealous. I don't know. It's all, but it's foot. Hey, football is back. I'm, it's, it's all great. And to hit his point, like again, it is straight up emotions. You're a bipolar. You're a schizophrenic. You are everything in between yes. when you watch this, man. Between the college and the pros this week, I was like, I was an upper. I was a downer. I was in between. I was like, what? And then I was like, yeah. And then I was like, crying. You know, it's. <laughs> I tell you what, man. My wife's like, who is this person yeah. sitting next to me? Multiple. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely have a lot of personalities come out during the football weekend. And the NFL proved to be just, I mean, exactly what you said, Theo. Any given Sunday, man, you're not guaranteed to win, no matter how talented you may seem on the paper. And any given Sunday, injuries can occur. And we will definitely get into some of the injuries that took place over this weekend. Um, but before we get into everything, hey, if you guys appreciate us, if you guys have been listening to us, for any amount of time and you guys want to continue to support us, the best way to do it is to go ahead and share um, this episode with your family and friends and, uh, you know, give us a good review on whatever platform that you are um, listening on. And then also go ahead and give us a follow on all of our social medias. You can find us on Twitter at beard zone pod you can find us on instagram at the beard zone football podcast and then you can find us on facebook at the beard zone podcast so go ahead and follow us there and like i said share it with your family and friends that is the best way to support what we do here but before we get into the nfl before we get into the craziness of of the script writing for week one glenn (laughs) i want you to take us into saturdays because there was there was a couple of upsets in saturdays and colorado man they're two and oh dude dion is proving to be such a great coach and good motivator and you really have to look up some of his stuff and, and how he's trying to make his team not just a bunch of football players but men as well and, and leaders mm. um and and i think that entire university has gotten on board and i think the college football world is just gonna have to sit back and let him do his train right uh but there are some roadblocks along his way he's got to hit up usc he's got to hit oregon um those are no slouches but the pac-12 has came out so solid in the first two weeks granted the first two weeks are usually cupcake games but um, you got Washington State University beating number 19, Wisconsin. And that is huge. The Pac-12 is beating ranked opponents, even as unranked teams. And they're just coming out and winning, man. Uh, granted, the Pac-12 is going to be like the Pac-2 next year. But we'll figure that out as we get along with this season. And um, there's some unique bonding, as we talk about in, in college football. So Michigan, number two Michigan, playing UNLV, right? 
UNLV lost a player. Uh, a player died in February, and the quarterback for Michigan was one of his best friends growing up and played football and all this other stuff. And when he scored, um, they he acknowledged uh, the number 47 on the field, and, and it was great camaraderie and, and a good emotional moment. And that's what college football is all about, man. That's, college football plays with everyone's emotions, probably more so than professional football. And mm-hmm. the University of Utah almost lost to an unranked Baylor. So, and they came out and scored two touchdowns in less than two minutes um, to win the game. Now, the biggest highlight to the weekend of college football, and anyone who listens and and watches college football is going to know what I'm about to say. Roll Tide ain't no Roll Tide anymore. Yeah, what's going on there? Dude, watching Texas just go into Tuscaloosa and win, and not just win, but win with, like, almost a dominating fashion, just says, Big 12, I'm here. I'm right now, I'm in Big 12, but I'm going to come in the SEC next year. And guess what? I just beat a powerhouse, so make sure you make room for me. And Texas coming in super strong and being the number three team in the nation is just a strong message, especially when Alabama's playing at home. And I loved every second of that game, watching Nick Saban just lose his marbles and watching this powerhouse of Class A athletes with five-star recruits left and right and just getting beat by Texas. When Texas was like, oh, we're not going to win – and, you know, these these analysts are like, hey, Texas is still pretty good, but, you know, it's Alabama, right? You never really vote against Alabama. <laughs> well, I tell you what, they can just – I can't say that on this show. But, you know, <laughs> I tell you what, I have never had a good thing to say about the, the school of Alabama, and it's not – it's just football. It's just me hating on that team. And I'm not a Texas fan by any means, but I tell you what, when they won, I was a Texas fan. <laughs> <laughs> and uh a shout out to my usf bulls for finally getting a win uh with our new coach granted it was against famu but uh we're playing alabama hey. next week or this week we're playing alabama this week at home so i'm hoping we Dude. have like and i'm not kidding you espn has us at a one point like six percent chance to win that game so you're saying there's a chance. Yep, yep. But that's college football, man. You can get one <laughs> little opportunity. That's all you need. Some of the NFL teams have four hey. extra opportunities this this week. But all you need is one in college football. <laughs> that will either completely trash your season or make it. So, okay. So you, you mentioned that the USF got taken on Alabama this week. You know, go Bulls. Hopefully, that would be wild if USF beat Alabama. I do not foresee that happening, but I mean, crazy things do happen as we I mean, as we just would have witnessed. to be called to my house, man. I tell you what, there would be <laughs> there would be such a noise complaint in the city of Las Vegas that you guys would hear it from Florida. Like, I'm not even kidding, man. I'd be so ecstatic. Dude. If, and USF has done these upsets before. Granted. A lot of other settings and recruiting and coaching, but anything is absolutely possible. So what other games should we be watching for this Saturday? This Saturday you have um, obviously the USF Bulls. 
Right. Uh, I'm going to always tell people to watch them because that's my alma mater. Um, oh, man, you're talking. That's a that's a tough one. So. Who is Colorado playing this week? They're playing Colorado State. So it's an inter-state okay. uh, rivalry that they have going on. And I think it's going to be pretty solid. Colorado State usually comes out with a solid air raid attack. But you got Colorado. Dude, I cannot count. After these past two games I've seen Colorado play, I cannot count Deion Sanders and his team out. I just can't. And- Speaking of Sanders, is Sanders the, the the quarterback? Is he is he starting to work his way into the Heisman talk right now? So, right at this early in, in the season, the Heisman talks are the, the powerhouse favorites, right? And when you get guys like Travis Hunter and um, – uh, Sanders son a quarterback you have to look at stats and who you played and how they blew them out right or or how they played against them in tough moments right now you got Caleb Williams still at the front runner but quite realistically a USC hasn't really played anybody um it's Heisman is mostly a statastic type award it's usually given out to the quarterbacks but I would love to see it handed out to somebody else like when Devonta Smith uh, won it for Alabama at wide receiver, that was a big deal. Uh, the last yeah. running back to win it, I believe, was Mark Ingram back in 09 or so. So typically quarterbacks. Um, I would love to see it given to a school that, you know, like when um, uh, Robert Griffin III won it for Baylor, right? Totally unexpected, but he played fantastic just fantastically the whole season right and his team wasn't undefeated but he made them win and you have to look at the it's like mvp but you have to have like significant impact like in defensive players hardly ever win this award and some dudes absolutely deserve it um but you have to look at it like look at all the the nfl athletes that could have won a heisman right you had like Troy Smith at the same time you had Mike Vick. You had the same uh you had a bunch of others in there. Like it's really hard to to say Heisman winner's gonna be this this early in the season. And someone right. could get injured week one, as we just saw last night. Or two nights ago, whatever. Four plays. Four plays, bro. Four plays. Like and, and to me, the big games for, for the college football world is, I mean, the the top 25 have not a lot to say here. Uh, LSU versus Mississippi State. Mississippi State's unranked, but they have two wins where LSU got embarrassed by FSU two weeks ago. I think LSU has to prove something, and they're going into Mississippi State's home turf. Um, okay. I think Kansas state versus Missouri at Missouri. I think that's going to be a Kansas state blowout. I don't think that's anything to really look at. Um, however, South Carolina versus Georgia at Georgia, South Carolina came out against North Carolina two weeks ago and just played horrendous, but UNC didn't play that great the second week. So it's like who shows up this week, right? Do Mm. you get a powerhouse or do you get chump change? Um, if I'm playing Georgia at home, I'm coming with the A game and I'm probably taking some risk. So if, if anything on upset alert, I wouldn't say Georgia is on that list, 
but South Carolina is always someone to kind of keep an eye on. Um, that being said, the rest of these games, if I were looking at, well, you have a rivalry game in Tennessee at Florida, but Florida's playing like Florida's been playing ever since Tim Tebow. So mm. I think Tennessee's going to run away with that one, and I know some of my family don't like that comment, but I think that's true. I do think the teams to watch for two, two, two sets of games here, or two games, sorry, is Colorado versus Colorado State at Colorado. Go Deion Sanders and the rest of the Buffaloes. I, I think that's interstate rivalry. That's going to be a good game. And I think Colorado just runs away with it. I just think it's going to be a good, solid game to watch. However, you got Washington, which is number eight in the nation right now at 2-0, playing Michigan State, who's also 2-0 at home. So you got Michigan State at home playing against Washington. They're both 2-0, and I think that's going to be a Big Ten showdown. Okay. Well, and honestly, I, I will think definitely be great. I'm I'm still getting used to watching college football on Saturday. I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, but I, I will tell you this. If I see Colorado playing, I will watch that game. I have learned to just over these last couple of weeks to just watch them because they're just they're they're such a fun team to watch. And honestly, with Dion, you know, I mean it's just it, it it's just an experience watching mm-hmm. Colorado play on Saturdays. And it's just been awesome these past couple of weeks. So now that they have that, you know, interstate rivalry that they're going to be playing, um, I'm definitely going to be tuning into that. And then I'll also keep an eye out for some of those other games that you have, um, you've kind of dropped there. So, but guys, let's just get Uh, into it. Is it time? It's time. You know, you know, just, just, just a few (laughs) weeks ago, (laughs) just, just a few weeks ago, I did the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and I picked the Jets to not only win their division in the AFC East, but to be Super Bowl contenders. And secretly, I had them winning the Super Bowl because when Aaron Rodgers went to the New York Jets, it was. It just reminded me of Tom Brady going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He left mm. a place that was just, you know, just there. There was some, there was some bad blood there. There was some, you know, kind of shaky relationships between, you know, Tampa and New England. Now, obviously, we saw, you know, Brady back in Gillette, you know, and he did the, you know, let's let's go cheer, um, you know, right before the game, Patriots ended up still losing. But, I mean, they did compete a little bit there towards the end. Um, they got after Jalen Hurts a, a little bit too. So, you know, you're always going to have a defense with the Patriots if Bill Belichick is on the coach. But, you know, it was just – but but when Brady came to Tampa, man, it was just new energy. You saw something new in Tom. You know, it was like there was a little twinkle in his eye. And when you looked at Aaron Rodgers and you watch Hard Knocks and you mm-hmm. see everything that went on, you mm-hmm. just had this feeling like, man, they got a top three defense, arguably maybe a top they, – they might be the best defense in the league. Now, San Francisco, what they did to the Pittsburgh Steelers this weekend, I mean, they're they're definitely up there as well. Um, Dallas three, Cowboys, we can't, we can't skip yeah. over 
what they did to the New York Giants no, no. on Sunday Night Football. Murder on national television. Murder on national television. So, yeah. but we all died a little bit last night. The whole, every, all, every NFL fan. I don't know if something has linked NFL fans this much ever. It across well, the board. Tom Brady retiring, I think, did, but you know. Well, yeah, but it was yeah, it was that was in half that was in like like in respect. Yeah. It was a respect. It was like a hey man, like, you know what? You came, you did your thing, you got seven championships, you went to ten Super Bowls. We got mad respect for you. With Rogers going this, down. This one is just four play and after after the entrance that they gave this man, MetLife Stadium sold Yo. out American flag, 9-11. You know, it was just everything about it. It was so, so beautiful. And I was so ready to see Aaron Rodgers just, you know, play. And I was, honestly, I'll be, you know, and and in my fantasy, I was like, Garrett Wilson's about to have a year, and that's why I drafted him. Oh, my God. And now he's not. And four plays. And honestly, if you look at all the snaps, if you look at all the snaps, he was he he was he was under pressure each yeah. and every time. Yeah. So obviously, seconds. Yeah, the exact. Oh. Game time. That's oh, that's so painful. But Rogers, if you don't know, Aaron Rodgers went down with a uh, injury during the Monday night game against the Buffalo Bills in his debut with the New York Jets and torn Achilles. Yeah. Confirmed the, the torn tear, Achilles. The tear heard around the world. Oh. Like it, it's I'm not going to lie. I thought that was horrible, but I kind of chuckled at the same time. Oh, come on, man. Because it was you. Have a heart, Glenn. <laughs> wow. Only because you were like, Aaron Rodgers is going to take him to the Super Bowl. Well, you and know what? Like, yeah, Your but... Buffalo Bills lost to Zach Wilson last okay, night. Okay, you know so. what? When Josh Allen <laughs> single-handedly turned the ball over four times, I you, you're going to lose yeah. the game. Joe hey. Burrow threw four interceptions this week. What is going on? Yeah. You know what happened? They got paid. And Josh Allen was on the Madden cover, so the curse is back. It is. The, the you've heard it first here. The Madden curse is back. <laughs> yeah. Short shout out to Jordan Whitehead, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Oof. I Great hated man. him. I hated to see him leave because he made so many good plays. In the secondary, I knew he was a. I knew he was a solid safety, and him and Antoine Winfield. I was. I was hoping to see more of you know that that tag team tandem back there, but you know he he got the bag and he just secured an extra two hundred and fifty thousand dollars because he had an incentive. I don't know if you guys saw this, but he had an incentive where if he got three or more interceptions this year, he would get an additional $250,000 with his Really? Uh, with his I he was that. like, hold my beer. Hold my <laughs> beer. I'm going to do it in one game. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, need, I need to do it right now. You know, the Jets so... owners are like, well, this sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's good. It's good. But it sucks. <laughs> and also, hey, didn't you mention that uh, Aaron Rodgers has to play 70% of the season yes yes so so all of you all of you packers fans out there right now that might be having a little bit of smile on your face well guess what you just gave away your hall of fame quarterback for a bag of balls at this point because you're not getting a first round pick because in the trade package it was in the fine print it said that aaron Rodgers needed to 
play 70% of the snaps this year in order for you to secure that first-round draft pick? Well, he's not going to play 70%. Not even close. He's not going to (laughs) play 1%. So he... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, he, he is going to play downs. a half four. a percentage of this year's snaps. So the 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 question is asked now. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's going to retire. Does anyone here think that he's going to retire? No, man, he's hitting some strings. Uh, he's hitting the next year. I Dude. don't. <laughs> I don't think he will want to retire. Oh, man. Uh, I mean, oh. the, and he's not. A, he's not necessarily. Okay, oh. we don't see Aaron Rodgers as a moving quarterback, I know, but Aaron Rodgers moves a lot. He's mobile. Mo- mobility is a big part of his game, getting out of the pocket, making those passes on the fly, you know, even all the passes that all the coaches say you shouldn't do, you know, it's like him and Mahomes, and you know all the greats make those passes. They move around. They throw the ball at all kind of angles. The Achilles injury is no joke. The Achilles no. injury kills mobility you don't skies don't recover running backs that get you know we're going to talk about another running back later um but running backs that get this injury uh, generally don't they don't make it back man you know like well unless if you're a Brees hall Brees hall looked awesome no, dude, ACL. no kidding the jets yeah. run game was i hate saying this but the jets run game looked great and the bills just didn't have an answer for it none I don't know if anyone has an answer for Priest, man. Priest is dude. He, he was, was, he was he's a beast mode out there almost. Um, but that was an ACL. Achilles, are they Achilles? Oh, and, and it was. Achilles is different. You're Achilles right. Achilles is uh, um, it's a big one, and it's going to affect Aaron Rodgers definitely in the future. He may not be as mobile, but I think he can still recover based on how he plays the game, and he yeah. still has a hell of an arm. And I, I, my, know, speaking, my wager would be we never see Aaron Rodgers the the way that. No, the way that he was, I we'll see some shell of him that'll be like not great. I don't think. I I think I I don't think we ever see Aaron Rodgers again. We might see him come back and try. Right. He's thirty nine, man. He's old. He's I old know. Man. So I'm never so gonna I... see the discount double check again. No. Oh no. No. Speaking well, of injuries, silence. is Travis Kelsey that big of a deal for the Chiefs? Yes. Apparently he is because okay, let's go ahead. Apparently, okay. yeah. If your name is T- uh, Kadarius Tony. You just don't catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> he had the audacity to troll the Giants, bro. You didn't. You caught one damn pass and you caused a pick six when it hits you so cleanly in the hands. That ball could not have been thrown any better. Like Chris Collinsworth even trolled this guy on TV. I was like, you know, now here's a guy. But you know, I know we troll on Chris. Chris Collinsworth, you know, because he sets the one-liners up so well. But um, it's easy. It's it is. But I watched that replay, and I'm like, I'm Not angry. Like, could you it's imagine Peyton cute. Manning seeing that? He'd oh. just throw his headset like he did last year. Did y'all see Peyton Manning talking about Zach Wilson last oh, night? Man. Oh man, no, he I missed it. Disappointed dad. That's what I got. <laughs> No, they were Zach Wilson like ran like almost ran all the way back to the other end zone. He ran like thirty yards and drop back, and he was just like, "Are you serious?" He was like, "He was Yo, like, give Peyton Manning a beer. Give that yeah, man a beer. He needs he was to chill like, out." 
You just kid just brought home a, 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 a report card full of Fs. He oh. was not happy. Go, I didn't go watch the lawn, son. <laughs> I, I didn't watch the 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 painting cast. I I because I wanted to see Troy. Troy and uh you know uh, J- J- Joe in in the yeah. in, in the booth you know because it was their first Monday night together you know in the booth so I I, I watched that and I honestly kind of like th- there was a moment that I forgot about the Peyton cast and then I remembered it but I was like oh, I'm just gonna stick it on here so but man I didn't now I wish I, I checked that after but yeah Ugh. I mean it's it's. <sighs> It's sad. It's it's just it's it's the most like I saw someone say earlier that it's it's literally this is the most devastating injury to happen in sports. Like you yeah. can almost argue the, with with the amount of pressure that was on, like the amount of hype, hard knocks. Every we we had every reason to believe that this was, you know, this is gonna be like the second something like a team. That is so has been so bad for so long. Yeah. Um, terrible. I feel like I don't think I, I'm like I said. I don't think there's a fan out there that just doesn't feel you could be the biggest Jets hater. But man, I well, we were robbed. We were yeah. robbed. It, it was yeah. like it, every. I don't care who you are. Yeah. Every you either wanted to see him ball Failing out miserably. or you wanted to see yeah. him fail. Yeah. So it didn't matter which yeah, you way you roll the dice at all. Like, no, you don't wish injuries, you know, like you just don't you don't want to see this happen. Like, like I said, you either wanted to see him succeed or you wanted to see him fail. But at the end of the day, you still wanted to see Aaron Rodgers play a full season with the New York (sighs) Jets and see what happens. Yeah. And I just I mean, I can't even wrap my head around it. Like I'm sitting here trying to think about like as a Tampa fan, when Tom Brady came to Tampa, if he played four downs and then he was out for the rest of the year and it's like that'd be so defeating gosh i don't even know what i would do you know it it, it is it's very defeating it's very deflating you know i mean like is look that at supposed the, to be, are you are you making a pun right now Ooh, no i'm not but it could have been because you Good. just mentioned tom brady and then you said deflating like two seconds later uh-huh. i did yeah they will forever be linked so <laughs> The 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 big question is now is who's the quarterback? I think they're just going to roll with Zach Wilson, exactly. but now there's now there is talks exactly. with them bringing in a veteran quarterback. No, okay, no. let's let's stop let's stop everything right no, now. Those say, that are on social saying. media, please stop putting Tom Brady's face in a Jets uniform. <laughs> I, first off, they would have to pay thirty two million dollars to the Bucks. Whoops, I already yeah. did that earlier. My bad, yeah. Glenn. Yeah, I, I, you thought Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform would make me throw up. Making Tom Brady in a Jets uniform would, I would vomit for weeks. And on top of that, someone, and I was looking at our Facebook page, and I tell you what, I don't know who runs NFL memes, but putting Collar Kaepernick and his agent in, anywhere in this mix is just asinine. Oh. I, it's just not, it is not. People need to stop with that. It's, right? It's, Okay, yeah, it's, it's not because I mean, how many years has Colin has Kaepernick a, been out of the league? Six yeah. years, six he's years, had, and his it's last been six years like since he six. threw four yards against the Chicago Bears. He, he has had so many opportunities. Like, there's been so much teams in dire, dire straits for a quarterback, and you're like, I, I, I have been there multiple times. Where I'm like, this team, I, I, this team is gonna go get him. This team is gonna go get him. 
no one does and there's a reason why it's not going to happen so yeah people you know he's just people not need to good. drop it people need to stop same thing i don't know if it's, i don't know Brady's if he's not, not like, that again yeah i don't know if he's not that good or if it's like people don't want the extra drama on their team he's ad without the extra drama Tebow yeah. got kicked out because of the whole media train, too. His last yeah. effort was Jacksonville, and that was a dumpster fire. And you know what? You know what the team that's profiting, or I wouldn't say profiting, but kind of sitting back in their chair thinking that this whole trade was a good idea with the Jets? The Packers. Because Jordan Love came out and played like it was just another Sunday. Yes, he did. He looked Man. good. He really did. Okay, yep. yeah, let's jump to that because Jordan Love this. surprised mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It was almost like they didn't skip a beat and it made me angry. <laughs> but I like it was like, yay, new quarterback, new regime kind of, you know, you know, fresh blood type thing. And then it was like, oh, my God, the Packers are going to be good again this year. We can't. We just can't stop. It's like the NFC North is that they're the Patriots of the NFC. That like regardless of what you do to the Packers organization, they're still gonna have a winning season, or they're gonna have a good quarterback because right? they've gone from Favre to Rodgers, and now it looks like Jordan Love is yeah. at the very least. At the very least, he's. I think he's he's serviceable. He's not. You know, he's gonna be a guy that I think is going can can be at this point. Uh, a serviceable guy, aka a Kirk Cousins type of guy Ooh. that is talented enough to kind of, you know, accurate, talented enough to get you there to keep you in the big games. Um, he looks Can good, we man. Just have I mean, one the... losing season though, please. <laughs> like, yeah, I I'm not a Packers hater, but like, can we just have someone else run the North of the NFC? I don't know. The thing about the Packers I mean, is just I, it feels like. Like they, he played like great. They have not, even though they've been good, they they never won anything. You know, they still like, don't suck though. Yeah, they've never had like a one loss season or like a two loss seat. I don't have to go back hey, in the history. Let me books, ask but... you this: in the grand scheme of things, does it really matter if you suck or are good? I don't know because only one team is taking it home, man. And only it's one the Bills. Team I know it's okay. No, Only one team wins. Like, <laughs> Dude, <laughs> someone needs to check the water now for you, Glenn. Because no, not after what I saw on Monday night, man. There is no way that that team is going to even, maybe even sniff the playoffs if they so, continue to play yeah. like that. But to touch yeah. your point on you saying that, you know, you said you uh, you alluded to the Jets. Your pick was the Jets for the Super Bowl. I just want to say this now. I I was going to say this uh, maybe th- two episodes ago, but I'm picking the Bills versus the 49ers, and my heart says go with the Bills. But after last night, I I, didn't even, I might have to have a case of beer on that one, but dang. Um, yeah. I yeah. think they're jitters. I think they're, I think they're gonna I think they're going to shake it off and move on, and I think, you know, they'll still I, – I would still – well, I don't know. With 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 the Dolphins looking the way they do, I was about Dude. to still call okay. them take the East. Dude, but hold on, I, wait. Let's I, let's I, have a moment really quick. Let's have a moment because it's been all off season. We haven't done it. 
but it's back, and you know exactly what time it is. That's right, everyone. Send it, it is the pop-off player of the week. Pop, pop, pop. And that player is none other than Tua Tungavaloa. That man played lights out That's against the Los man. Angeles Chargers who seem to never have the defense no matter how much talent is on that so team. The Chargers don't understand the word clutch. I just they don't. They had the yeah. game. They had it. And then all of a sudden Miami's like we have Tyreek Hill. We have Tua. Hold my beer. This whole mm-hmm. fourth quarter is now going to be ours. So, like, Tua yeah. came out and just balled out, man. Dude. Yeah, he, did. he did his thing. So, Tua, 28 of 45, 466 passing yards, three touchdowns to one interception. But at the end of it all, I mean, 466 passing yards. I know it's just week one, but I think that there was some sort of crazy stat that two is on pace to have like a seven, almost an 8,000 yard season. right? Okay. Now. And it's okay. like, dude, like that's, that's mathematically that's not possible. Now, again, it is only week one and we have to take everything, you know, with a grain, a grain of salt, salt because and, and a little crazy pill. <laughs> right. But it is week one, but at the end of the day, Tua came out, did his thing. Full sleeve Tua is in full effect. Mm-hmm. And now that Aaron Rodgers is out of the NFC East for this year, and what we saw from Josh Allen, and Oof. I mean, the Patriots, the Patriots are not even in contestant right now with any of the other teams. They're so inconsistent. This division is Miami's division to lose. I, unless they I, I have think... as many injuries. Then. Yeah, I think like I said, man, I, I I'm I'm not quite ready to just be like, listen, that Jets, like, as we all said, the Jets defense is for real. Those there's there's the three, there's three walls in the NFL right now, and you know the Jets are one of them. You know, there's uh, it's we will see for we'll see what's real. I think next week, um, with this Bills team, but but yeah, I mean Josh Allen, if if he's if he's somehow getting some sort of yips. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for them this Dude, season. Josh Allen was just I don't know I, if you watched his interceptions. I don't know what the hell he was doing. He threw into double coverage, and much. it was like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. And you watch Tua, and you're like, "Oh, this is gonna be a long season for the AFC East." <laughs> like, yeah. Yes. Like it, as a my family is a bunch of Bills fans, and, I, and you know they're in my heart too, but still go Bucks. But at the same time, like man, it's Man, that's going to be an, a rough division. If Tua stays healthy, man, it's the Dolphins all the way in that so, division. Yeah, and and I think that Tua. I mean, let when Tua was out there last year, they won, right? Anytime that Tua has been out there, they have won the game. Now he got you know obviously the concussions last year and everything else like that, but it doesn't seem to have slowed him down so far this year. I think that they understand the team that they have. And I think that they see the situation that they're in right now, and they're they're going for it. Let's be honest. We saw the Lions beat the Chiefs. I understand it's week one. 
But you know what we saw from the Chiefs? We saw that they don't have an offensive line anymore. The way that the Detroit Lions were able to get after Patrick Mahomes, that's the way that you beat the Chiefs. You get after Patrick Mahomes, the Bucs did in 2020. They gave the whole NFL the blueprint in the Super Bowl. So they don't have the offensive line anymore. You have Aaron Rodgers going down, you know, on uh, Monday Night Football. You have Josh Allen looking like Sam Darnold out there and seeing ghosts and just throwing (laughs) it to anybody and everybody, you know. And then you have, I mean, you, you you don't, you don't rule out any of these guys, right? I'm not trying to say that they're dead and they're irrelevant because they're not. You know, you still have a very strong AFC with, you know, Lamar and Patrick and Josh and the the whole nine. And then, of course, we got Joe Burrow, which Joe Burrow saw struggles of his own. I mean, only 82 Dude, passing he, he yards. He played. It's like, Dude, what are we the doing? Bengals playing the Browns this past Sunday. What happened? He threw four interceptions. Garrett Wilson. That's what okay. happened. You okay. mean yeah. Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett. Oh, yeah. yeah. My bad. I'm sorry. Dude, I'm thinking about yeah. fantasy team right now. <laughs> he, he just manhandled his offensive line. Granted, Joe Burrow's probably been the most hit quarterback his entire career so far. But, like, dude, he went from the most accurate quarterback in the NFL to throwing four picks. How, like... Have we seen now? I'm not. I'm, this is way too early to say this, but are we seeing a shift in the NFL? There might be another shift. Aaron, you know, when Tom Brady came to Tampa, there was a shift, right? There was an obvious shift. Some things started happening. Things started getting weird. Aaron Rodgers now to the New York Giants. The football gods were like, hey, we're not cool with that. We're going to give you guys 75 seconds with this man, and then we're going to ruin his entire season. Maybe. Maybe we are seeing another shift in the NFL where we saw all these great, talented quarterbacks kind of come out of nowhere because each of the top quarterbacks in the league right now, Patrick, Lamar, Josh, outside of Joe. Joe was the number one overall pick. But it's like, I mean, those guys weren't really necessarily looked at as, oh, these guys are going to be the the next, you know, like like faces of, you know, the NFL. And they've ended up. The Chiefs drafted Patrick Mahomes. And if anyone paid attention to Twitter when he got drafted, they're like, who the hell is this kid? And why are we drafting him? We have Alex Smith. Mm -hmm. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Hey, bud, Mm -hmm. he got you two Super Bowls. So sit down and shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And it's like everyone, like, it's it's wild to watch the transitions, and, and, and I think the NFL is a direct reflection of a lot of things that are happening with the NCAA football. Right? You never know who shows up. Like, who would have thought Joe Burrow would throw four interceptions and lose to the Browns? They'd never scored a touchdown. I'm gonna lose three I, points. I'm gonna. I, I'm not necessarily calling for a change of the guard quite yet. I think. I think most of what we saw is a is a result of Joe Burrow's injury in the post in the preseason and him just not having reps and not. I. I. I really think I'm someone that really believes in the importance of having that those things. And I don't care how good you are, you don't have reps if you don't get a chance to to train. That's why training camp is there. That's why they do it. He didn't get any. He got he got like the first week, and then he got that injury and was out. Um, I mean, we we have much more proof of Joe Burrow being exactly who we thought he was, rather than being, you know, in this one game. 
I think you know it, it's a long season where we'll we'll I think we'll see him come back to what he is. But it's definitely if you ever were to say like, would you expect Joe Burrow to have a game like this? I don't think anyone would. So you know not, who needs not some against rest. the Browns. I'm gonna yeah, right. So true. That, that I'm gonna ask you Jens a question. Year, they are. I need to ask y'all a question. Who needs the most reps right now? In the, the most NFL. Reps? Yes, the most reps. <laughs> Trey Lance. Oh jeez! <laughs> wow, the shade, the shade. That was not where I was going yeah. with that. But I'm sorry. I, I was, help I was gonna say the Giants' offensive line. Help myself. Oh, because yeah. Daniel okay. Jones, I am surprised is still walking. Yeah, that, that was, was yeah. the biggest dumpster fire but, the yeah, nation I, has seen in football. And so long. I couldn't finish. Like I, I don't like. No, I fell asleep all these all all games. But I, I had to turn it off. I had to. Turn I it went off. to yeah. I went to bed at halftime. That the 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 way that that offensive line was playing was just. I mean, it was it was horrible. Daniel Jones had no time. It, it, he had to get rid of the ball almost immediately. Anytime he turned around. And to, to hand the ball off to Saquon Barkley, Micah uh, Parsons was right there, almost taking the handoff right out of Daniel Jones's hand. Dude, and Micah so, Parsons was making a drink for Daniel Jones while he was snapping the ball. Okay, that's how personal it got. Like, he's hiking the ball, and Micah Parsons is giving him a kiss on the cheek already. Like, let's be real. That offensive line was hot garbage. Yeah. No, and I think that leads us to bad. our second award, Dave. Are you talking about the Golden Brick Award? Oh yes, Ooh. it might as well be the Dumpster Fire Award for this for this week, because that's what the offensive line of the Giants were. They were just a hot, molten yeah. firing ball of garbage. Oh yeah, so yeah, you are exactly right. The Golden Brick Award goes to none other than the Giants offensive line slash entire football team. The whole organization. Oh yeah. my God. Like there's there was no hope. There was no none? there was no. no hope for anyone. No. Special teams bad. Offense just bad. hot garbage. And then their defense like Dak only bad. needed like one touchdown. In fact he didn't even need it. Like no. They just no, drove down the field to score a touchdown for, for giggles, like oh look just to say do. hey look what we can do yeah right yeah no I mean I don't I don't really know like like I said you know like with these other teams you know I, I like I expect better I expect things to get better I don't know I don't I don't know. I'm not sure what I expect with the Giants man and it 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 has everyone just believing that that season they had last year was was the fluke a lot of people were calling it you know um a lot of things played out I I hope it's not man cuz I I like Dable I think Dable is a good coach I don't I I just don't know what you know I don't know what they have to necessarily work with man it's it's, it's going to be an uphill climb um, they definitely have a lot of work to do. And, you know, Micah Parsons was heard on his podcast um, talking about that game and how he was like, they, he doesn't understand why 
the New York Giants decided to keep Daniel Jones out there for the remainder of that for like the whole game because yeah. I mean, you're down 40 points. It's in the fourth quarter. What do you really expect this guy to do? You're, you, are you doing it for any sort of just like statement or anything? Because yeah. at this point, you I mean, just got done paying the guy. And yeah. a lot of people would agree that he might be overpaid. And, you know, and, 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 he, and you're, you have a franchise running back um, who definitely deserves a paycheck. And you guys, you know, struggle with him. Um, you know, assign him to a one-year deal, of course. Um, but you know, you have this coming up season now to worry about that all over again, and you're gonna keep your starting guy out there, where he's. I mean, they they gave up seven sacks, so that's just sacks. How many pressures did they get? You know, and it's, it's like there there was so many times where Daniel Jones, it was like, okay, just get him out of there, like. There's no need for him to be out there anymore. Yeah, we saw the Bengals do it with Burrow. You know, we saw we at, did at a certain point. They were just like this. This this game is out of hand. Nothing's nothing's. It it doesn't any, make any more sense to have him out there. So I mean, even in that, even in even in the fact that they didn't pull him out, you know, another failure by this organization is just, yeah. Um, I yeah, I don't know, man. I, I can we move on? Um, um, we can my, because my brain, my brain hurts. Yeah, no. So, and what <laughs> I what I want to get to is, I feel like it's a perfect segue into you know quarterback pressure and everything. Theo, your Rams got their win over the oh, Seattle yeah. Seahawks, oh, and they got it pretty yeah. handsomely. And there is a sound clip. I don't know if you guys have heard this or not. <laughs> I know where you're going. But there is a sound clip that where Geno Smith is in the pocket and Aaron Donald comes around and comes up through the gap and Geno doesn't see him at first and then he does and he realizes it who it is. It's Aaron freaking Donald coming mm-hmm. at full steam ahead and he just goes, oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> and he just throws the football away. He's like, no, 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 I'm not no, doing that. No, none of that for me, please. No, thank you. Um, but yeah, Rams, they do their thing. I mean, Matthew Stafford, he seems to be nice, you know, back and healthy and everything else like that. Doesn't look like, you know, Cup with the, the loss of Cup is gonna affect him too much um this year. And uh yeah, I mean I mean thirty to thirteen over the over the Seattle Seahawks. Matthew Stafford, I mean, didn't throw any touchdowns, but threw for three hundred and you know, thirty-four yards. And then uh you got Williams out there getting two touchdowns with cam Akers getting an, an additional touchdown and then like i said that defense you know i mean that defense just really you know kind of made themselves you know known again hey, in the come nfl on. puka baby it's all puka <laughs> it's puka time <laughs> listen i i heard uh uh the, you know they got a name for puka now they call him puka nakua cooper cup um that's that's I, I like that one. I, I think I think that one's going to stick. But no, I uh, I was very impressed as as a Rams fan. I tend to be a little bit more glass half empty. I'm not going to lie. I was I was very much prepared to have to grin and bear watching our games this year um, with Cooper Cup starting off with an injury and, you know, just not not having a whole lot of inspiring names, but. Hey man, I forgot. I I I gotta get. I forgot the coach we have. 
I forgot the org listen, I, we're not gonna go down that easy. It's not I'm not not to say that we're this, you know, we're gonna be like that amazing this year, because you know, we still got a lot of things to overcome, but I mean at least we're not gonna just be throwing away games. Yeah. You guys should be you you guys should be in this game. And you know, it was like another team we're gonna talk about. Oh, so, so can we hit? Can we hit the fact that if you were Geno Smith, you'd probably would have said the same thing? Because I know I would. Oh uh, yeah, no, a thousand percent. Oh, a whole oh, new set oh. of pants, man. Oh yeah, no, I don't blame Geno Smith for saying that. I just thought it was awesome. It was just, it was such like an authentic soundbite where it was just like. Oh, uh, no, don't want to deal with that. I am throwing this ball away, and I need you to stop chasing me, sir, because I don't want anything to do with uh, you and your massive, um, you know, just size running full steam at me. I, I don't think anybody in the NFL wants to have to deal with Aaron Donald running at them in full speed and having being able to have a clean hit on them. No, no, Ivan, mean, you can be the, the biggest football player. <laughs> You're right. Oh, Another injury of the year would have came at that exact moment if he didn't throw that ball. Speaking of injury of the year, I'm gonna really quick. Trust me, I am going to get to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because there are two haters on this podcast, and no. we just absolutely no, no, don't even. But before we get I, I to that, gladly accept that was I do have, I, I do have. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But I still don't like Todd Bowles. So. I have to. Okay, who cares? We have Baker freaking Mayfield, dude. All right, <laughs> hold on really quick, though. Theo, J.K. Dobbins, do you ever draft him again? Oh, my God. No, no he's done. I, I'm sorry to say it. I Listen, I feel bad for the person and the player. And, you know, I I hope he can, you know, I hope he can find happiness. You know, listen, I we we've seen we I, I I'll tell you how the rest of his career is probably gonna go. It's gonna be about two years until we see him again. Um he's gonna get on a team that maybe uh has a high profile guy right now and you know they're gonna they're gonna say, Oh, you know, this, you know, veteran, the veteran, veteran JK Dobbins is right. going to come and provide some of the value that he never was able to provide. And here's the thing with this Achilles injury, man. I've seen it now three times. He's going to come back on that first game. Everyone's going to say, wow. Wow, he's back. He found a way to, to beat it. But the thing about this Achilles injury is it. It I I don't think it's about getting back to game shape. It's about staying in game shape. Um, And you just you you just don't see it happen. You just don't see it happen um, with these guys, man. You don't see guys completely overcome the the injury and be able to play out a whole season. Um, and considering he's just coming, he's coming back from from a bad ACL tear as well. Not for fantasy, stay away. No, no Dobbins is is dead to you. Dobbins is done. Um, it's unfortunate. You hate to see it. He was, he was off to such a great start too. He already had a touchdown. He was about to go for his second one. It was, dude. It's so, it's so sad because, honestly, this guy, 
you know, he, he could have been, he could have had a career where yeah. he was one of the greats. Honestly, if things had played out differently, he you know, he's such a good running back. But for fantasy purposes, um, he's, he's never going to be relevant again. Well, you know, Theo, you say that, and I think that that is just the perfect segment because there was another man who, you know, everyone thought that he was just not going to be relevant anymore in his career. You know, he was passed around from team to team. No, not really given, you know, not not really appreciated for who he truly is. You know, mm. he's just mm. who could it he's be? Just, he's just he's I just, wonder, you know, he when I think of him, I think of one word and that's grit. <sighs> you know, he just has grit. Oh, he Campbell? doesn't he doesn't no, he doesn't he doesn't give up. He doesn't give up too easily, you know, and, uh, you know, you just got to let shows him... emotion. You just got to let him cook every once in a while. You know what oh, I mean? Russell and that's, that's, that's Baker. That's Baker freaking Mayfield. That's right. Who was right and who was wrong? Okay. Because I... if I'm not mistaken, uh, if oh I am not God. mistaken, there was a lot of hate coming my way because I was saying, I think Baker is going to do his thing this year. I think that the Bucks are going to be better than what everyone thought that they were going to be. And I gave them 10 wins. And I, if I remember correctly, I have to remember correctly, though, because I know that my memory is not the greatest. But if, if I remember correctly, I originally had them winning nine games. And then I said, you know what, though? I have a feeling that they'll beat the Vikings because I almost had them losing to the Vikings. I said, no, I'm going to have them win. So I'll give them 10 wins this, this this year. And guess what? Not only did Baker Mayfield – yeah, he looked a little bit rusty there in the beginning. I even said it in the group chat. Man, Baker looks uncomfortable. But you know what? He settled down. He remembered who he was. He was Baker freaking Mayfield. You know, he, he's got talented guys around him. And that defense – you want to talk about defense. That defense – Looked really solid for the majority of the game. They were fast. They were explosive. They were they they hit hard. They it was just awesome. The Bucks are not a team to sleep on. I'm gonna say it again. The Bucks are not a team to sleep on. That's not my biasy coming through. That's just cold hard <laughs> facts coming through right there. The Bucks are not one to sleep on. And just like what Baker Mayfield said to that to that <laughs> corner. Hey boy, get the weight up a little bit, man, because he, the angry run, run of the week was given to Baker Mayfield. A quarterback was given the angry uh, run of the week because he just had the will to gain that few extra yards. It's in the fourth quarter. He's trying to will his team to win, and he said, I got this. Hey, boy, get your weight up. Get your weight up. So I'm going to tell the rest of the NFC South, get your weight up because what we saw from the Saints, they barely beat a very poor and mediocre Tennessee Titans, and he had Jimmy Graham celebrating in the middle of the field like he did something special that game, and he did nothing. I don't even know yeah. if he played a snap. You know what I mean? Then you see the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons didn't look too bad, but they were going up against uh, Bijan looked good. Bijan did look good. Bijan looked great. Now, was it offensive rookie of the year great? I don't know. You know, I don't know. I think yes. The answer is yes. Nah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. You know what? This is, I'm just going to say it. Unlike Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, I'm going to say that this is my year. Okay. This is my year where I. Sorry for everyone who just heard that. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) this, this is my year. This is going to be the year that I redeem myself. And you know what? Me and Baker got a little bit of chip on our shoulders. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah? 
I'm yeah, we both got the Bucks over the Vikings. Come on. I picked the Bucks in the upset over the Vikings. Okay. I didn't doubt our team. I just doubted Baker's Baker Mayfield. Consistency, man. Well, he, he was takes pretty a consistent. lot of risk. He needed to take a lot of risk when Todd Bowles doesn't do anything. Doesn't matter. You know what we need? We need a winner. And right now we have a winner. He's one to know as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, quarterback. And until you know, until then, you can't ever take it away from us. We're one to know. I will we are I one will, I will only stop back on one one of my points. And I, I will say <laughs> I I I thought he was trash and he was less than trash. I and mean, he was more than wait, less or more. He was better. He was better than nothing. That is what I will say. I thought he was nothing. And I'll give you that. No, he's not nothing. He's, you know what? In the right, in the at, at the right place and time, he's serviceable enough to provide you with, you know. Listen, I I'll give you the grit. He definitely has the grit. He has the willpower. He has the want to 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 make it happen. Uh, that's. I'm just gonna say, man. Just protect your heart. Guard your heart. You know. You know. That's what the, the Bible says. Guard your heart. You know. You gotta guard. You guard your heart against. You know all all of these false hopes. I don't. I just don't want to see. I don't want to see you hurt, man. You know what the Bible also says, though, Theo. If you have faith as big as a mustard seed, (laughs) or Baker Mayfield, (laughs) or Baker Mayfield. (laughs) If you believe, all things are possible. Oh man, not that. I listen. uh, Listen. Hey, all congrats to the win. Big win. Good win. I listen. I like I told you last week. You said that uh, you know you were about to go with the 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 either you you went with them. No, you went with them for the upset, right? The Bucks. I yeah. Did, yeah. That, well, I Glenn did. Right. Glenn did. That was gonna be if my own was stolen. That's that's where I was gonna go too. I was like, listen, you guys are gonna win some games, but. You know, I, all I hear is a lot of backpedaling. That's all that's I hear. Right that's, I'm just saying. It's I'm just saying. That, I'm just you saying. Say that he's pulling a. Uh... It's not gonna be. It's <laughs> not gonna be fun the whole time around. Just enjoy it. Enjoy it now. Enjoy oh. it. Well, speaking of not fun though, I mean, some dudes got to get picked up, right? Someone's got to get picked up. And I'm talking about fantasy. <laughs> Because so. th- these injuries, this garbage play, I don't know if I can trust the Jets. I don't. I mean, I can trust their defense. I don't know if I can trust their offense. I don't know if Garrett Wilson's going to hit wi- waiver wire or not. I love the Bucks, Dave. I really do. But we got to see some consistency, man. And that consistency's got to come from some stats. Because the yeah. stats are going to make you win. Yeah, we, we're well, definitely we going to see. There was a lot of kind of. There was a lot of upheaval. You know, in the league, and as we said earlier, you know, the fantasy community has been shaken to its core already, immediately. It has been. Um, it's 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 been a week. It's been a week, and we're already reeling now, looking for you know those players that's gonna take up the spots for our Aaron Rodgers and J.K. Dobbins, and now Deontay Johnson, who's gonna be out a few weeks, and we got a couple of you know a couple of guys that already. We're just seeing the injuries start to pile up. This is a part of the game. And, you know, uh, the one of the best advice pieces of advice I ever got was, fantasy, we got to stay water. You got to be willing to go and grab the guy and, and, and not have your predis- 
preconceived notions towards where guys are and what they're, what they're going to do. Fantasy changes the game. And, you know, there, there's a few guys that I think you guys should keep an eye out for. Just just keep an eye out, you know. Uh, put in a little waiver, you know. I guess by tom- tomorrow when this is out, the waivers will have run already. But there's always some guys that get missed. Um, you know, and I'm, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily looking to talk about these guys that are definitely going to be taken. Like we know guys like Puka, Nakua, guys that are kind of lower off the list, but high, but low, uh, low kind of percentages in terms of how much they are taken in leagues. Uh, and, and that had really great performances like Puka, Nakua, like, uh, even Tutu, you know, Tutu had well had a good game too. Uh, there's some other guys though, that I think we need to keep our eyes out for, um, that could provide you some fantasy upside here. So I just want to make sure we're all on notice. Um, guys, I want to talk a little bit about Hayden Hurst, Hayden Hurst, tight Mm. end for the Panthers. Um, and yeah, I like to, I like the deep cuts. You know, I like to talk about these guys that are not necessarily so much drafted right now. Hayden Hurst had a actually a really serviceable game for the Panthers last week. He looked like Bryce Young's go-to guy. Um, in a in a landscape where we see tight ends just not perform, not do what you know, no tight end. I think Hayden Hurst was tight end, I think two on the week last week. And uh, I mean, it it was not it and it, it was not really a great performance. But listen, I think he's gonna be a guy that Bryce Young kind of finds as his as his safety blanket, which tight ends usually are for these rookie QBs. So we want to make sure that we're keeping an eye out for guys like Hayden Hurst. Another guy that I think uh, you guys should keep an eye out for is uh, Justice Hill. Justice Hill on the Ravens, I think, is a guy that you want to make sure and, and put in a bid for and, and have your eye out for. A lot of people are going to tell you that it's going to be Gus Edwards. Uh, but if we're talking about if we're talking about uh, what we've seen over the preseason when J.K. Dobbins wasn't practicing, uh, Justice Hill was the guy. He was getting a lot of the run in between the tackles, more than you would expect. And I think there's going to be a place for him this uh this up this upcoming game and going forward um another guy that i want to talk about is a rashid, a rashid shaheed for the, the wide receiver for the saints uh another yeah. guy that number three number three uh quote unquote on his team definitely i think this is a guy that you guys are going to be able to get after waivers tomorrow um and you don't want to sleep. I think this Derek, this Derek Carr-led Saints team is going to pass the ball a lot. Uh, be aware, he's 13% rostered right now. So definitely should be a guy that should be available. And, you know, you want to you, you wanna, you wanna be keep it, keeping your air to the ground for these some of these lesser-named guys. Um, and the last guy I want to bring up is Allen Robinson, Steelers wide receiver. With Deontay Johnson injury, as much as I hate to say it, because Allen Robinson has been in and out of fantasy relevance for some time now, um, I think it's possible that this is a guy that can give you some uh, some upside. 
he's going to be a guy that's going to have the opportunity to perform. So definitely you want to you want to be you want to be keeping your your eyes out for him and another guy that I think is going to last past your waivers running tomorrow. So um go out and get these guys and uh you know it might be a little gross. You might have to close your eye when you're hitting accept uh or hitting hitting uh draft but uh, these guys are some people that are going to be able to provide some value for you later on in the season. So I have a I have a couple of questions and a great I actually as you were talking I went ahead and did a couple of waiver wire transactions. Hey, there you go. So um but so there was a couple of things that happened this last week at least with my fantasy team, right? So I mean and I'm sure that this has happened with a lot of fantasy teams because the guy who I'm about to mention is probably rostered in almost all fantasy leagues. And that's uh, T. Higgins. Should I be worried? No. Trade for T. Higgins. Go get him. If if you have guys that are worried right now, capitalize on them and go and get a T. Higgins. Go and make a bid. Go make an offer. Go make a low ball. Okay. See what you can get. Um, listen. Okay. We have in fantasy football is a game of of uh, we're playing the odds, you know. We, the you know we have to go off of what we have seen, not what we just saw, you know. That we have a large uh, uh, tape of T Higgins. We know what he is for this team. We know what he's capable of. There was a lot of factors going on with that game that a lot that people don't want to kind of take into consideration. Guys, Cleveland is one of the worst places to play football in the in the NFL. They 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 constantly have weather concerns and issues. The field is very difficult to play on because of those weather concerns and issues. And while I'm sure the football environment is great because it's one of the older football um um stadium or states, uh, it's just it's. Uh, I, I always hate when I see a player of mine going to Cleveland's field because they always have weather concerns, man. They're, it's a tough place to play. And like I said earlier for Joe Burrow, I just think it's it was a little bit of rust that he got to shake off. That's all. That's it. I think there's going to be brighter days ahead. And I, we're not going to see T. Higgins getting goose again for the rest of the season. Bank on it. It's not going to happen. Okay. So go ahead. Go and get your T. Higgins. So for this week coming up, you last week you gave us a, a you know a bench start for for each position. Can you give us a, another quick breakdown for week two bench start? Uh, bench start. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, you mean uh, start sit? I got you. Sorry, sorry. Start sit. Yeah, I I, I phrased that wrong. You're all good. You're all good. Um. Yeah. Uh, so quickly uh, for every position, I think coming up here, we there's gonna be some guys that I'm gonna mention here that aren't necessarily didn't necessarily have some of the best weeks, but I think you you wanna moving forward, you don't wanna give up on them. Um, for quarterback, I think. A guy like uh, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson had a pretty rough week last week. I think everyone can can say that. But this Texans defense is not as bad as you would expect it to be. They, you know, we all know they went out and got Will Anderson um, in the draft. 
and they got a defensive coach, head coach. And, you know, this guy knows how to call a defense. That defense is going to be much improved this year. And we're going to see better days. Guys, the the Ravens go up against the Bengals next week. Both of those teams way underperformed this week. I, you know, I'm I'm ready to call that game of the week, early game of the week, this this upcoming week. Because I think we're going to see two guys, two teams that, have are gonna have something to prove. Are gonna have some. Gonna be making sure that they are not. Uh, they're not getting left behind. Uh, and this is gonna be a barn burner, guys. So you want to get a guy like Lamar Jackson on your on your playing on your team. Um, uh, a quarterback that I uh would prefer not to play this upcoming week. Is it is it low hanging fruit to say Daniel Jones? No, I won't say it. I won't say Daniel Jones because why not? You don't want to play Daniel Jones ever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Theo that, I'm, coming I'm, with the shade, everybody. I'm being facetious. I'm being facetious, but really and truly, um, uh, I'll say. Uh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna surprise a lot of people here. I'm gonna say uh, a quarterback that I may not be too excited to play this week would be uh Brock Purdy. Oh. Um interesting pick. Let me tell you why. Uh they're going up against uh the Rams this week. I feel like this 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 game this as 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 much as better as much better as the 49ers are than I think the top to bottom that we are player wise. This, this, these games are never high scoring. These games are always defensive battles. Um, and as we proved last week, the Rams defense is not dead. Um, I, I don't necessarily, I, you know, Christian McCaffrey always is going to get his. But I think we need to kind of take a, you know, they had a really great game last week. But even so, last week we saw, I think, uh, 16 points. From Brock Purdy, which is fine as a serviceable week, but as good as they were against the Steelers, you would expect that he would have gone off. But that team is not predicated off Brock Purdy making big throws. It's making the right throws at the right time. Um, he had a great connection with Ayuk. Uh, teams are gonna key, key in on that. Um, and yeah, I would be sitting Brock Purdy if I could this week because I just I feel like this game is heading toward being a defensive battle. And I probably want to stay away uh, from the offense and on those teams. Um, moving forward, in terms of wide receiver, a uh, guy that I would like to play this week upcoming. Let's 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 take it. Let's run it back, man. I'm like I said, like y'all y'all are gonna see me consistently zig when everyone else is zagging because that's what we need to do in fantasy. In fantasy, we need to be. St- not necessary. We need to take what we the information that we take from the week before, but not let it, not let it dictate everything that we're gonna do. So, moving forward, I like I like a guy like a, a DK Metcalf. Um, hmm. you know they did not have a great, not have a great uh game uh last week against us. Of course, you know it's the Rams, so of course they're not gonna have a good game, but. Uh, come going against Detroit, 
is this is another game that I think is going to be a big game. It's going to be a lot of points scored. Um, and listen, I'm going to say DK Metcalf, and I'm going to say, you know what? All Get your wide receivers in there. Get your Seahawks wide receivers in there. This is going to be a big game for both of these teams. This one is going to be a big high-scoring game. You want to have your players in this one. Uh, wide receiver that I'm not so excited to play this week would probably Terry McLaurin. I don't know what's going on um, with this. Uh, I'm I'm still not sure the identity of this uh, uh, commander's team right now. Uh, Howell looked fine as a starter. Um, he, he you know he looked like you would expect him in a lot of ways, but he also showed some resilience getting up from that big hit early on in the game, and um, you know making some plays for his team when he could. Uh, they're going up against Denver, guys. Denver, Denver's got a defense that is just disgusting right now. They are. Uh, I don't. I don't know anyone. I. 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 And, and uh, Patrick Sertain is just about one of the best corners in the league. I don't want anyone going up against him. I'm fading any wide receiver that goes up against him this week. Uh, so, uh, or or this season rather. So I'd stay away from him. Um, moving forward, uh, in terms of running backs, let's, I'm going to say David Montgomery, David Montgomery is another guy. Like I said, we're talking about, uh, this, I'm, I'm going to keep hitting at this Seahawks game because I think it's going to be a treasure trove of points. David Montgomery is the guy that I want to get into my fantasy lineups for sure. And, uh, I I'm probably gonna be fading a guy more like like uh, Pacheco right now. Um, oh, don't say that. Oh. I, it's just the the rotation right now in that <sighs> backfield is not something that I'm super excited about. It's, there's a lot of running backs, a lot of mouths to feed, and they love to pass pass around. So I was um, hoping to see Isaiah out there more than I did in the Detroit game, and that I was like, ah, uh, dang. Yeah. Should I try and trade Pacheco? No, no. I'd, I'd hold on him. I'd hold. Okay. I'd wait. I'd wait to see something. Wait to see something first. Um, before I uh, before I make any moves with Pacheco, I would wait to see what you know. Let him put up a big game, and then I then I'd want to make a move on make a move on him high. Um, trade him high when when uh, when the Everyone else is kind of not paying less attention. Okay. Um, yeah, that's the guy. That would be the players that I want to mention for this week. Okay. Well, very good. I was, I, dude. I was doing like just my lineups as you were talking. Like I'm like I'm gonna go ahead and just eat this knowledge up right now. Go ahead yeah. and make these changes, and you I think them. they. If you are listening to us, if you've made it this far into the podcast, we do appreciate you guys. We are going to be trying to make these episodes a little bit shorter as we move forward. Um, we're just trying to, you know, tie down some things, kind of get out, you know, the content and everything else like that. And, uh, you know, just kind of see, see see what you guys like. If you guys do want to um, kind of put your input into this or, you know, you guys have different talking points or different things that you want to hear from us definitely go ahead and send us your emails it's at or it's the beard zone podcast at gmail.com that's the beard zone 
podcast at gmail.com. You can go ahead and send us all of your um, questions, talking points, uh, who, who you guys got, what are you guys' thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, what are you guys' thoughts on this past week and, uh, you know, the, the weeks moving forward. We want to hear from you. Um, you are definitely, you know, a co-host of this podcast with us. So, um, but we definitely appreciate you guys listening to us. And, uh, yeah, I mean, follow us on our social medias. You know, I mean, we're on Twitter at uh, Beard Zone Pod, on Instagram, the Beard Zone Football Podcast, and then Facebook, the Beard Zone Podcast. So definitely go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias. Um, we, we definitely, you know, love to engage with you guys, love to interact with you guys. Um, you know, this is just a football community. And uh, but before we go really quick, guys, really quick, before we go, let's hear what your picks, what your game of the week picks are. Um, I'm, I'm going to give a, uh, a shout out. I'm going to give a shout out right now to uh, one of my favorite one of my favorite games, uh, what are one of the, the favorite watches I had last week? Um, it was it was uh, I was I was a big f- fan of the Eagles. Um, okay. I yeah, it was a it was a good game. I um you know they almost lost. It's entertaining, and this week they're going up against the Minnesota Vikings. I think this is. I think this one is going to be a big game, man. I think it's going to be super exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing Justin Jefferson and uh, see what he can do up against this defense. So I'm going to call that one for sure. Big game. Big game. Awesome. Yeah. No, I like the. I like the Eagles and the Vikings as well. Um, <clears throat> actually. You know, we, we, we tend to do this. We tend to steal each other's picks. So this is always fun. <laughs> um, so, but, um, so my game of the week, um, it's actually going to be, um, it's going to be the, the rematch of last year's, I believe it was the last year's divisional AFC championship game or AFC Dude. game. And it was, it's going to be, it's him. I stealing yours, Glenn. Just say it. <laughs> Just say it. I, I got. I want to see what the Chiefs can do against the Jaguars, man. I really do. I want to see, you know, what they if if the Chiefs bounce back from that loss against the Detroit Lions, um, or you know, are the Jaguars for real? You know, I mean, we 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 have high hopes for the Jaguars this year, so I'm definitely excited to see what happens in that game. Um, it is in Jacksonville. You know, I mean, not not saying that Jacksonville is necessarily a great home field advantage. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see what chiefs do. Do they bounce back or does Jacksonville take the chiefs to Owen two for the year? I'm excited to see that. Dude, you stole it. Nah, sorry. <laughs> I was looking right at it. <laughs> um, I, I guess we got to keep in tradition here. Um, you know, if I had to pick a second game, to really look at is the week two rookie quarterback bowl between Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud. Uh, I wouldn't say it's everyone's game of the week. Right? No, but Um, I can see why you're, why you're picking that. That's a good pick because we got, we have to see how they perform. There's no way 
those two defenses and it's almost a 50 50 split in odds so if you truly want to see which quarterback should have been taken or i think arguably they fit both both teams but i i think that's a game to watch to see if both teams can fit in the afc south right and and if they can compete because what we saw last week was well the afc south kind of sucks um Minus the Jags, obviously. But if I didn't pick that one, it was the battle of the defense, Jets versus Cowboys. And, and I, I still think the rookie quarterbacks are, are they are they legit or not? That's what I want to pick over watching two powerhouse defenses just mutilate each other. Um, so that's what I got. I like it. You always want to see what the rookie quarterbacks have, you know, especially – um, when they're drafted in the first round and, you know, we, we saw them all throughout the combine. There's big hype behind all of them. Um, so it's definitely something that, you know, it's, it's, it should be a fun game to watch. It really should be a fun game to watch. So, um, but Hey guys, it's been fun. I've always enjoyed, I always enjoy these episodes with you guys. Again, everyone, if you've listened to us all the way through, man, we appreciate you. Like I said, we are going to be working on maybe shortening these episodes a little bit because we understand sometimes the lengthier episodes aren't necessarily, you know, what people want to hear. But, you know, hey, we're just working out the kinks. Hey, this is still the early, early, early part of this uh, football season. So we still got a long ways to go. If your team won this last week, congratulations. You are undefeated on the year. If your team lost, hey, don't worry about it. There's still, you know, 16 more games to play. So we got a lot of football ahead. We got a lot of things that are going to be coming down. Um, We got a lot of things in the pipeline. We're just excited for this football season. Um, You know, we we appreciate you guys rocking with us. And, uh, you know, if you're new here and if you like it, go ahead and share it with your family and friends. That's the best way that you guys can support us and what we do now and, uh, you know, continue to just kind of grow this football community. Um, so, but we appreciate you guys. We, we love you guys. And, uh, Glenn, do you have anything before we let these people go? No, man, just give us a share, give us a like, and, uh, we can see what we can go from there, man. Uh, we're trying to grow something, uh, from the ground up and, Uh, We appreciate everyone that's listening to us and stay tuned for more episodes and always be excited for football. Always be excited for football. Cause I mean, honestly, without football, what is life? You know, that's the big question. So, but um, we, we appreciate you guys. We love you guys. And uh, we will see you guys next week. Beard zone out.